One, two, three, four, pop culture. Who can eat pop culture? Who can eat pop culture? Who can eat pop culture? Who can And we came back for the Pop Your Hoot Nanny. I'm Dan. And I'm Justin. And it's the Pop Your Hoot Nanny. So, <laughs> we'll jump. I never get over that. Jump it in. Fake fanfare. Yeah. Our own fanfare. Yes, our own fanfare. Hey. Yeah. Who's a better hype man than yourself, right? Uh, Everybody? Yeah. Hey, Todd. <laughs> I'd say Todd is a better hype man. Todd, definitely a better hype man. All right, yeah. We're neither one of us has brought out their personality. No, not so. really. Anywho, uh, yeah, this we uh, we're gonna dip into some political satire ish filming. Tiko Atiti's uh, Joe Rabbit. Uh, yes, Joe Rabbit. Um. <laughs> if to anyone who hasn't seen this movie, to anyone who has this movie, please stop this now. Watch the movie because there's so much going on with what we're about to say and how we're about to talk about things. Some of us, anyways. Well, I mean, <clears throat> you're gonna see a, you're gonna know about the movie than you should, and if you ever watch it, it will be ruined for you. So watch it. Or don't listen to this until you've watched it. That's what I want to say. Yeah. Yes. Spoilers ahead, obviously. And here we go. <laughs> All right. Jojo Rabbit. My notes. You right. can hear my oh, trusty the, notes. He unfolds them. That's like, a lot of notes, dude. I love how you take those notes. No, not that many. I know, but that's way more than I would ever write. <laughs> All right. So the, the movie starts. Yes. With uh, the Hitler propaganda films to the German version of I Want to Hold Your Hand. So it's like Hitler mania, Beatlemania. Actually, that's as he's running down the road. Remember the. Is it? Yes. That's that right after the title credits. But that's yeah. before he. It's the thing in the movie still. But yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, just before we get to this, the opening shot is a boy staring at a mirror. That's right, yeah. Right. Staring. And he's in a very un- unusual uniform to our American eyes. Yeah. It's... It's... It, I mean, it is you, but it's not so usual on a little person. On a... a, a on a, a... It's the true definition of Hitler youth. True. Right. And, I mean, you know... My favorite, I just want to say this, the whole setting movie sets you off in a completely mental direction, but in this, but it's the same, I mean, you can imagine this same thing being at home, and I mean, I just talk about the same kind of idealist worship of a hero, or, you mean, or some guy who wants to, some American boy who wants to be Johnny, or whatever it is. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe, right. I'm just saying, you could say this thing. That's Yeah, that's it, it could take place anyway. You're getting World War II Germany from a German. From a German. And so, from a very, very pro-German German. Well, you, you got you to gotta put it in perspective here. He 
he thinks his dad's a German soldier off fighting the right, war, which right. I mean he is technically. We'll get into yeah, that yeah. later, but oh, you know he's very pro Hitler. That's the time and place the movie set. Right, young man. He's a young boy in Germany. It's last days of the Nazi regime. Heading um, for this is basically. Um, Germany, Nazi Germany has maybe a couple months left. I mean, that's that's it's that's day has happened. Setup. Yeah, right. It looks like it's going into maybe fall. Maybe. I mean, the campaign in Europe was a long time, but I'm just saying, like, it looks like it's a few months. You know what I mean? Um, but if anyone is familiar with the Calvin and Hobbes cartoon strip. I honestly believe 100% that he ripped this off. It could definitely be. And I don't mean ripped it off in a bad way. I, off is a negative word implying thievery. Uh, paid tribute to. Perhaps. I'm sure the guy who made Calvin and Hobbes, which I should know is I can't. Uh, uh, does anyone know that guy? Yes, there are people who do. And I'm willing to bet one of the listeners... Maybe. Knows that name. In fact, if you want to correct us on this, send it to the Pop Culture Hoot Nanny on Facebook or on the Pop Culture Hoot Nanny Twitter account. Or our email. We have email too. I love how you're throwing email. I just hey. want to say it. How you're, it's 2020. There's like 90 ways of social media. Not and only, you're saying, not only that. You get the emails. Not only, not only do we have email, <laughs> our email is a well account. Oh my gosh, that's correct. This is how bad it is. He's the tech guy. He has all the equipment and all the, all the real shit. I just talk into a microphone. I, <laughs> I like the easiness of AOL. It's right there. I'm sure. Well, what are you chilling for AOL? Right now? Maybe. <laughs> oh I'll shit! I'll show for anyone who wants to give shit. me free yes. shit. I mean, hey, hey, add to our very, very um, humble total. We show for Anchor FM. But they actually, we actually earned a little bit of money. We're almost four dollars. I know. We're like eight cents away. Oh my gosh, eight. It's like eight cents. That's away. eleven more cents than last week. Yeah. And um, <laughs> anyways, but the whole setting for this was just brilliant. It sets you up living the living the life of a German who's excited about participating. In the first day of becoming a man at the Hitler Youth Camp. Yes. And this is where he runs out into the street after yelling, Hail Hitler, Hail Hitler, Hitler, with his imaginary friend, Hitler. Hitler. It's amazing. And it's the, it's the weirdest thing. The exchange between them is he, t it's like, Takai? What's his fucking name? Tika? Tika. Tika I'm going to get this name right. I'm sorry for disrespecting him so much. <laughs> Tika Watiti um, plays this weird... I mean, obviously, he doesn't truly look anything like Hitler with the exception of... The mustache. The mustache and the comb over, right? Yeah. I mean, let's be real, right? It wasn't that he was going for realism here. Well, it's, it's like Harvey and Rabbit or, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's it's it, it's look, a culmination it's, of... It's He's an imaginary friend of a boy who's probably never seen Hitler or other pictures. So right, right. It's his imaginary... You know I mean? Right, it's his imagination version. It's kind of like... 
Shazam's thought of what his dad would be, except this is a weird twist version of Hitler. Yeah. It's not even twisted. It's more comical than else. Yeah. But if I may, before, I, before we jump into your street montage, because it does a significant role. The second time around, I was fucking it. Um, I believe that Tika Watiti tried to go for thing Tarantino-esque with this movie. Maybe. How many times can you hear Hail Hitler in a movie? He wanted Made it, sold to American audiences as something other than we need to kill this motherfucker. <laughs> and these guys are evil. Yeah. Granted, those all those were and are still true. <laughs> However, it makes a weird representation of how... I mean, not Germans didn't think of his way, but, you know, as a young boy, whatever. But he says, hail Hitler, and he gets him to get to say this Hitler way in this mean tone, like... Say it like you mean it. Say it like you fucking mean it. Say it with just... <laughs> you don't just... <laughs> you don't just throw it away like right, that. Right, right. whole spiel. Right. It is funny. As and it's crazier, too, because... You know, he he's an, he, he starts off with him in conversation with himself, and then suddenly you see a strutting disciplinary figure walking behind him in the mirror. You know what I mean? You we all know the audience knows Adolf isn't there, but he's strutting and walking around. He starts off with a military beat. If you look at Hitler in all of his movements, they're all military except when they're having fun. If he needs Jojo to concentrate on the cause, that's the great Aryan race of Nazi Germany. He always starts getting dis like like a drill instructor or back and forth in inquisition. Yeah. That's what I want to know. That's what I wanted you to know before we start this scene. But with that being, the credits to this movie are weird as fuck. And I will let Dan tell you his opinion on this. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You're going into... Picture picture everything you know of Beatlemania, except with Hitler propaganda films and the Beatles playing I Want to Hold Your Hand in German over top of it. And granted, this would be 45, so, you know, you got, you got at least 15 years before the Beatles, Beatles right. are, I mean, I mean, I guess you could say they were in Germany in like the late 50s as a cover, but before the Beatles are prominent, so you're 15 years ahead of schedule on that. But just, and then he's like running the kids, running the street, doing an airplane, wings just like arms out, running. Every time he kisses somebody, it's Hail Hitler. Hitler right. It's hysterical and. In a weird way. way, right? You feel like awkward about it, right? But you can't help but laugh at it. For true comedy's sake, this is a gene move because it makes you uncomfortable with the idea of cheering on a boy who spent the last five minutes going, "Hell, Hitler, hell, Hitler, hell, Hitler." <laughs> this point of the film, we've only met JoJo and Hitler, right? Yeah, you we haven't met, met anybody, any anybody. supporting cast yet. Yep, that's true. And then he's in the street, and we run runs into his friend, Yorkie. Yorkie, yes. His name is Yorkie. Yeah. It and 
if I may, your plays, the rationalist, is the hidden rationalist in this entire movie. He's the only one that is, he's, his youth allows him to character, in my opinion. He's the only one that maintains neutral ground while making in better informed decisions. If you follow him through this movie, follow the dialogue Yorkie has, incredibly perceptive as a child. It's also the way the audience is feeling. I mean, well, granted, not should feel, because technically we should all feel the way Yorkie does, at least in the sense of, why are they doing this? None of these things seem true. Why are, you know, why do we hate Jews so much? That kind of yeah it it, it it really brings in the light of the innocence of a child he's kind of like i'm here along for the ride but i'm gonna question some stuff right. and when we get to the scene causes the namesake all right which is a bunch of bullies at the bunch of older boys who are going might be going off to war are making fun of jojo not being strong and fast enough or aggressive enough pretty the, much during the whole scene if you look at Yorkie, Yorkie is doing this. He's not chanting because it, the boy, everybody, everybody, the and the boys all start chanting, kill, kill, kill. Jojo has to kill a rabbit, which again is this namesake. He doesn't get to kill the movie's namesake. He doesn't kill the rabbit. He but tries you, to shoot it away. He tries to shoot away. But if you look at Yorkie, he's the only one not chanting. In fact, his face is pure, I don't know what to fucking do, bro. This doesn't just, seem right. Just lost. Right. Just kind of like, what's going on right now? He looks around at other people. He should be how the audience feels in that scene, in my opinion. But that's that. We're kind of cutting ahead a couple things. But yeah. yeah. So, it was, we, uh, Yorkie and Jojo go to Hitler summer camp where at summer camp the boys learn how to fight and every they will need to be good <laughs> German, German soldiers men. <laughs> and the and the girls learn how to make beds and clean pots That's and get pregnant dress wounds I'm sorry. Runes, don't forget wounds. dressing yes, wounds dress from wounds soldiers and to get come back and learn how to get pregnant and I have so much to say about Rebel Wilson in this scene be one of the only films I enjoy her in. That might be a true for me as well. I mind her as an actress. I've seen her in other things, but all the roles she's ever done, and I understand what you're saying. I'm this is probably ever going to be her best. And nothing happens like 20 years down the line, she wins an Oscar for some drama role, Judy Dench or some shit. But now, anyways, I feel like her role, and this is. A completely throwaway. Oh, don't you do it! Nonsense. Don't you do it? What are you doing? Ghost Rider. Rebel Wilson was in Ghost Rider. She's got like a small role, like when he first appears. Nicholas Cage Rider first yes, one or first second one? one? First one. Okay. When he first appeared, the first time he f- appears. Flashes out. Yeah. She's the one giving the news report. She's like, and his head was a skull and it was on fire. Oh, that's <sighs> right. She looked like a trippy, trippy down fucking. Might your best role. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I know what you're fucking talking about, too. Oh, man. Well. Anyways. Yeah. But hey, Rebel Wilson in this scene makes a comment. 
This says she's given birth to 18 children in service of the Fuhrer. It's a good year. It's a good year to be a woman. <laughs> now, this brings me to another thing that goes on later, which I think you know I'm going to go to. Do you know I'm going with this? Maybe. The clone. Yes, yes. That's okay, what I all right, all right, all right. <laughs> so, do you want, we want to wait and move on to clones or no? Uh, it, about, it's a, all right, all right. <laughs> a lot happens between the, the scene with Rebel Wilson and clones, but at one point, let's say she needs someone to help feed clones, I think it was. Was it feed? Ah, uh, was it? I think the the clone stuff. It's so weird because, like, I think it was feed the clones. All right. Okay. All right. But I but, can't think of it off the top of my head. But, but yeah. Either way, I have a lot to say on this matter. But we'll. I'll do it when we get to it. We got other things we got to talk right. about. So, so they're at uh, they're at Hitler summer camp. And we start to meet the rest of the cast. Uh, Captain K, played by uh, Sam, Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Brilliant. Uh, is amazing. I have more respect for him every, every, every movie he's ever done. He is like... He's the... He's the faithless. He's He's lost his faith, given up hope. And he like... He's accepted the fact that Germany has lost the war, but, like, won't surrender. He's like, I need to get back to the front line, but I lost my eye. In Operation Fuck Up. <laughs> and his, uh, and then there's his, uh, blatantly homoerotic, uh, sec man, Theon Greyjoy. Yeah, dude, the guy who plays Greyjoy, I don't know his name, but... Elfie, that's right. something. Elfie, yep, yep. We'll get you. We'll remember someday, Theon Greyjoy. We'll remember you someday. Oh man. Um. And then Rebel Wilson, of course, that we've already shit. touched on. Oh my God, Rebel Wilson. And, uh, yeah, like the cast in this movie is amazing. Yes. Um, for as actually small as it is, because within the first twenty minutes, twenty-five minutes. You see all of the cast. Pretty much. Right? Um, it's, uh, in my opinion, these roles were played out well. None of them were exactly the most, like... The way this movie going was meant to be on ridiculous. And what ends up happening is utterly ridiculous. Somehow makes perfect sense for all the characters. I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I, and I'm talking about Sam Rockwell very strongly. Oh, he's, like, he's lost his mind, but he's like, I know we're lo we've lost already, but I'm not quitting. I have no quit. Right. And because man with nothing else to do except yeah. bide time. He's, and it's, I have, I'm, I'm a lifelong soldier. This is all, so... I'm gonna I'm gonna find figure out a way that I can die with honor still. Right. That's it, little, I, I'm pretty sure that's his whole point. In yeah, this movie, that, that yeah. wants to die with, with honor. Is it with honor? Yeah, with, is with honor and glory. The thing he said to the kids, 
He's like, you come here to learn shoot guns, do this, do this, and grow up to be, you know, the whole spiel about, you know, the men and the boys and the girls. But then he's like, what did he say? It was because of operations fuck up or operations up one of the two. I lost my right eye. And they say to be a good fit soldier to serve, I need two eyes. Oh, can a man with two eyes do this? And it just shows him start slinging a rifle everywhere. Like, just one hit it like John Wayne shooting shit. Between the legs, <laughs> over his shoulder, behind the back. Right. Like the just like trick shit. shots, everything, you know, expressing the kid. And I mean, that's what his life has come to. He's just pressing children with theatrics. <laughs> but... He takes it all in stride. That, but I guess is, is he the does. point of his character. So then we get... That's, this is the introduction to summer camp. And I have a little bit of a montage of training exercises and where the boys are getting their knives and they're learning their knife play. What's the name of that song? Da, 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 da. I want to grow up. Because that was what was playing in that montage. That song, I heard it in the Shazam. I don't know that kind of music. I don't know that song in particular, but I heard it was in the Shazam sound. It was the punk stuff at the end of the movie of Shazam. It was in this. The punk version was on Shazam. One is this old-fashioned, like it's almost like a a, a three-man band or four-man band, yeah, acoustic I, band singing the song. Either way, they sing it in the background. <laughs> this is my... I think of what it is. Yeah, it's just... Oh, it's Tom's I Don't Want to Grow Up. Oh, okay. All I right. didn't know that. Tom yeah. Waits, too? Yeah, Tom Waits. Tom Waits, I mean, it... the infamous Redfield from... Field from Bram Stoker's Dracula, made by Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah. Yeah. Master! I've done everything you've asked, Master! But, uh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Hitler Summer Camp. And then. <laughs> see, uh, I got fucking sidetracked. Okay, the, the, tra- the training fun, montage. Fun playing training with right. knives. One Yorkie throws a dagger and it hits a tree and sticks in another kid's leg. <laughs> The typical fun stuff, you yeah. Know. Or they're when they're uh, using their bodies to form stickers. <laughs> like it's like look, it's like imagine if they had won the war instead of one CA. We'd have the swat <laughs> dance. I don't, I don't yeah, know. I don't either. Um, Heaven on every Saturday night when the Nazis won the war. And we get to learning to be a fierce warrior. Where the older kids give Joe the rabbit to kill. Yes, he this refuses. is upon watching him struggle with any kind of aggressive activity. Yeah, like any type of aggression, he just kind of finds a way away from Right. Like during the knife fight, he kind of wanders off to the outskirts <laughs> to not be involved. <laughs> right. So they they notice and they're going to make him kill the rabbit. And instead of killing the rabbit, he tries to shoo it away on the ground and tries to get it to run away. Right. And that's the, how the he gets his name, Jojo Rabbit. And then they, 
the older boys pick the rabbit up and kill it and start calling him Jojo Rabbit until he runs away. Right. So he goes and runs away crying. But guess who's there to ease his mind? Good old imaginary Hitler. Good old Hitler. To give him maybe one of the funniest pep talks in a movie. <laughs> like just pure ridiculousness about about you should embrace being called Jojo Rabbit because the rabbit is one of the greatest creatures right. in nature. It It runs fast in its... Right. And it I, forages for its and, and, and I and I love the fact that they do this. Um whether it's intentional or unintentional, at this point Adolf Hitler is sort of Jojo's psyche, right? Yeah. It's his friend when he doesn't anyone to talk to about his feelings or right? Yes. Whatever. But when Jojo needs him, Adolf is there. But if you notice throughout the movie, Adolf has no problem putting him down for his own fears. Yeah. Right? It's his, it's it's like Tom Durden and Jack from Fight Club. It's the same kind of uh they don't lies, they don't try to they, they maintain character. Yeah. But it's imagine it also being you convincing yourself. So it's him convincing himself through his Adolf Hitler counter, right? Yes. I mean we're we're not saying he's schizophrenic, just saying it's his imaginary friend because he's you He's know, a ten year old boy. boy, right? But the the whole thing is that Hitler comes off in these scenes as caring about him so long as his care is the Third Reich. Yes, right. Just an important distinction. It's one of the things that you haven't seen it, and when you do see it, you'll notice it. It's very bizarre. but it's awesome. Just telling an awesome interpretation. So go ahead. <laughs> Trying to think. He was right. I had way too much to say. <laughs> um. So then, yeah, he uh, he talks him up enough to he starts running back towards the kids with a ridiculous just war cry scream the whole way running through the woods, and it's it's Jojo Hitler running through the woods, jumping over trees, screaming. Just pull nine yards, and then we cut away from that for a second to to Sam Rockwell teaching kids how to throw grenades, <laughs> where he's explaining the the tech proper technique to throw a grenade. Then all of a sudden we hear the yell. Everyone turns to look, and we see JoJo running, jumps. Over a bunker, <coughs> grab a grenade out of the captain and runs about ten more steps and throws it. Then it hits a tree and lands about five feet away from him. And he just goes shit <laughs> and blows himself and, up. And it's the weirdest thing. Um, I find this scene to be strangely humorous, and I will compare it to others in the kind of laughter that I have had. You guys have heard this podcast say it before. There is the scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when Brad Pitt is beating the shit out of everybody in that house at the end. Remember? 
<laughs> and the, I'll make it more better. He's beating the shit out of the Manson family, just to give you a clear conscience on any of this, right? Yeah. <laughs> to anyone who may not have seen this movie, too late. It's been out for a year and about four months. It's time to watch it. Give or take, yeah. Right. It's on HBO, I think. It's, yeah. It's everywhere. You can so, watch it wherever. Um. But Brad Pitt beats the shit out of Earl who stabs him in the hip with a knife. <laughs> and it's, while it's sticking out, it's going to sound weird, but I laughed hysterically at that scene. As he's bashing her face on the fireplace. As he's bashing her face, but I do not condone that type of violence in any real situation. But, I mean, hey, if you're being attacked and right, stabs you, right, and you have they the have, wherewithal to right, and they've face, already and, they, and they've already said they their intent is to kill you, along with burying a nice long dagger in your hip. Yeah, it's it's gloves off. You're allowed to do whatever you need to do. I don't know whether it was the scene with the music, because I'm pretty sure it was Eric Clapton. I think so. Singing, keep me hanging on. I don't know, but either way, that scene. Brought me the same humor. And call yeah. me dark if you want. My mind is 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 be dark. But call me what you want. But when JoJo when it blows up and I see JoJo get knocked back, not only because I am aware that it's only forty minutes into the movie, twenty or thirty minutes in the movie, and there's plenty of movie left. But the fact that he he took shit and took it the blast to the face and it cut to as soon as he hit the ground. It made me laugh so awkwardly hard. Now, the part I love... I almost couldn't be in air. The part I love is after he's like, shit, and it blows up, and then it's like, goes to Blacks, goes to Sam Rockwell, and he goes, not like that. (laughs) Just... And like, like, just so nonchalant, like... like... That is, that's how you do it. Right. Like, just <laughs> not like that. <laughs> it's so great because this moment of redemption that you think he's about to attain turned to this clusterfuck. <laughs> and everything is, is when he wakes up, he has scars all over his face. They're on his leg. They're on his ankle. They're on his probably upper torso. You know, he's got a lot of scars and his but they're all over the left side of his face. Yeah. And this is when you see Scarlett Johansson first time. Yep, this is when you meet Scarlett Johansson, Joe's mom. And might I say, upon seeing this movie a second time with new knowledge, new context, she plays a role amazing. I will go... I really think she plays it amazingly. And granted, it's also direction. It's all Sky. It's t- Tika. Tika. Tika Watiti. All right. It's also him too. It's it's direction. It's 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 everything. But I'm saying she does a phenomenal job when you have proper context for how the movie plays out. Yeah, because I there I mean, are again. I, I the cast is phenomenal. Like right. I think you could ask for a better casting. How it turned out. Right. The casting worked out amazing. Right. And, and, and while I admit I am a gen- easier buy-in for casting than other people, I have to say, whatever the budget of this movie, I would expect it probably to be more. <laughs> Just because of 
how well they did this movie. I don't know. I understand that if you really look at it, it's a lower budget movie. Yeah, in the scheme of but things. But to get I'm the sure. actors and I mean to Scarlett Johansson to play this, this is immediately after filming Avengers Endgame. Which on this, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then she had her Black Witch, her Black Widow, to fucking do, right? But as a role of getting back out, this reminds me of her in um, the Prestige. All right, serious right. act, being a regular fucking person as opposed to you know, yeah, you know, uh, superhero. It, it yeah, it takes me to the, uh, what was that the. Um, a marriage story. The one that got her nominated for an Oscar. Her and Driver. Yeah, love I, story. I, something. Marriage yeah. story. Right? I, uh, um, I haven't seen that movie. Me yet. neither. I know I, what you're talking I know about. I should because it. I've I've looked at scenes when they read it and it's amazing. Right? Their their work well done. I don't know if I'll enjoy the story that much, but their yeah, work. It looks, in, it looks too goddamn serious to real life for mushy, me to be one. I don't care. Okay, fair enough. Not, not so much mushy. Just yeah, not nothing right. that's gonna interest right. me. Right. When I watch it, if I had nothing right. better going on, right. I'm sure I'd. But my point being, I think these are the type of roles that she could probably do way better in when she's done doing superhero movies. When she's finally out of what contract she so, keeps so extending. What you're saying <laughs> is you think she's got a true and serious. Acting. I seriously do, and I bet you we'll see her getting into. Uh, the middle age. Oh, maybe we're gonna say we're gonna see her doing stuff. I just did prediction. Scarlett Johansson, Scar Joe. There you go. But yes, she's JoJo's mom, and and um, she is sympathizer. A sympathizer. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's a she's a resistance member, and this is a the thing for a lot of people who might not understand. The history in Germany in War Two is a very complicated thing. There were people fight just like I uh, will say the Underground Railroad in uh, for America during, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. There were people who were risking their lives to help people get the fuck out of Germany. Like at the beginning of mm-hmm. Tarantino, you know, uh, Inglorious Bastard, whole prairie farm scene. That thing kind of happened. Those kind of threats were used because you usually end up getting, a, or usually got. I mean, there was yep. severe costs for uh, Jews. Yeah, um, I mean, it so was, it was a danger game to play. And granted, we kind of punishment. We're kind of giving story away before we get to it. But assuming you've seen it, then you shouldn't be fucking listening to you us. Anyway, half hour in nonsense. <laughs> right. If you haven't seen the right. movie, so then you're just go forward. Right, Jesus. right. We're so, ruining everything. Right. So being said. But her role as this, you if when you watch it again, the context plays through. The context of what she was and how it all went down makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, you understood the first time through that she was a Nazi sympathizer. But you didn't know that until the most fucked up scene in a comedy movie I think I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, don't, you, you, you know, but you don't know to the extent... extent. Right. And, yeah, like you, and I mean, really, with any movement, generally an anti-movement of that movement. So, right. it's really just the same story verbatim. Right. But you have, so she's trying to raise a 10-year-old boy 
on her own while dad's off at war. And we meet basically our last character in the cast. Elsa. Well, not quite. Okay. First we go, Jojo wakes up six months later, I think, after the grenade. Uh, And he's still gung-ho Nazi youth. Yep. And he's got a new boost in his little Nazi (laughs) club. This is the most important part to me. Where he comes, him and uh, his mom go down to the uh, headquarters, I guess, for, I want to just, I just want a Boy Scouts. Yeah, just, I just mean, that, it's, that's the best, essentially what it's the best Nazi way to describe it. It's a shabby office with not a lot going on. And we see Sam, Sam Rockwell, Rockwell again, we've been demoted yet again because of the grenade incident, and he's a babysitter <laughs> to the kids that aren't going to make it in the army basically right. right so you get the pointless jobs like hang flyers and the same propaganda the same bureaucracy bullshit that goes on in any government at any time he has to do it and this is the scene that comes to if I may interject with Wilson because I have ahead. to all right at one while finding Jojo a job, they reference to, well, I need someone to feed the clones. I'm pretty sure play with the clones. One of the two. I can't remember what it is. But uh, yeah, obviously there's is a Is it walk the clones? Maybe it might it be walk the clones. But either way, that shows her not over to at least half a dozen a dozen young boys that all look exactly identical with blonde hair, and they kind of look like if Rebel Wilson and Adolf Hitler had some kind of kid. <laughs> and the whole group of us was played by two twins. Is that what it was? It was twins. Okay. So two boys played that whole group of six or eight, however many right, they were. however had. many there were. We don't, I don't know, but they only ever reference <laughs> them as the clone. And granted, and granted I have no, no evidence to back up the idea that it was Rebel Wilson who did it. But, getting to what I was saying earlier, who else gives birth to 18 children? Right. Who gives birth to 18 children but somebody giving birth to clones? Right. Right. So I honestly believe that those clones were Rebel Wilson's care and Adolf Hitler's. Hey, maybe. Who knows? It it could very well be. just more ridiculousness right. in this movie. And this is also, I think, the first scene where you start seeing the tendencies between Rockwell and uh, Theon Greyjoy? Yeah. Is that, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're, they're like, when they walk in the office, JoJo's mom walk in, and he's like feeding him bites of his sandwich. <laughs> And they're like standing face to face, like inches apart. <laughs> right. <laughs> a very, it's, it's a so very fucking weird, a, a very unobvious, obvious way of showing that they have some strange relationship, more than likely homosexual. Yes. I mean, there's no other way to describe the way these two interacting with one another. And it yeah. only gets worse, but not not horrible. As like anyone the, who, it's all, anyone listening to this is a journal like, shit, anyways. 
it's all visual cues. It's right. nothing physical. Right. It's nothing. They, they don't make it's out. Like they he, don't grab at each other. It's just like he follows like a dog. Like it's just loyalty. It's it's to to give some people who's in a, a frame of reference. It's Todd and Yobim from Zoolander. It's Will's Will manservant. <laughs> Damn it, Todd, I told you not to give me a foam on my latte. It makes me farted and blo- floaty and farted. <laughs> my mistake, Chuckle Bim. <laughs> then Will Farrell gives him this look like some kind of weird sexual arousal, and the other guy looks like, oh, yes. <laughs> it's just the fucking weirdest interaction ever. But I love it in a movie. Sorry, it's, it's crazy stupid. So... <laughs> It's just, it's a weird, it's a weird chemistry that where you're like, what the fuck is going on? Right. But you never actually see anything happen. It's all like visual cues on screen. Right. For like a, just a brief like. Right. And it ends, it, it, and it ends usually when he begins talking to anybody else. It's like they it's something they do in their quiet time or some shit like this. But it doesn't matter if other people are around. It's, it's if just, no one's paying attention to them. Right. It's, it, it's it's so obvious. It's so it's, weird. Yeah. It's so weird. But it just works. <laughs> it's hilarious how it works out. And then, um, so he gets a job pasting up flyers. Mm-hmm. So then it's a little bit of him pasting up some flyers. And, 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 and one of my other favorite parts of this movie is while he's pasting up the flyers, there's one flyer that has a picture of Adolf Hitler's face and he's frowning. And as Jojo swipes his hand up and down across Hitler's face, yes, his face goes from the happy face to the sad, to the mean face, to the happy yes, it's face, like a, to the a mean smile face. to a scowl. I mean, it's just so fucking perfect because even then, Hitler's watching him. You know what I mean? Like that's the idea behind yeah. it. Is like he's doing his patriotic duty, even if it's this. And Hitler's play happy with him and fucking around with him. You know what I mean? Yes. So after know. after a day of pasting up flyers, then he comes home and he's home alone and he hears some noises upstairs and we meet our last cast member, Elsa, the Jew that his mom's been hiding away in the attic. Yes. Um, very good actress. Um, yeah, I, I have no idea what her name is. It, her first name is like Tom and Thomason. It's T H O M A S Thomason something. I think she's a Kiwi as well. Is she? I believe so. I believe she was from uh, New Zealand also. Elsa from Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit is a 2019 movie directed by Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Thomason McKenzie. All right. Yeah, Thomason McKenzie. Yep, there she is. So, yeah, um, she's she's the young Jewess living upstairs, hiding in the caverns of the house like cockroaches. And the first scene is pretty good because he finds he finds like a trap door in his sister's bedroom, his yep. dead sister's bedroom. Yes, and he notices like the little scratch marks on the floor, so he pulls out his trusty knife. Yeah. Props the his door open. Knife. Yep. Pops the door open, has a flashlight and his knife, and he starts crawling into this little 
I mean, crawl space is no other way to describe it, really. Right. So, and he's looking around, and you don't see anything. Like, it's just, like, old, creepy old shit. Right. It's old, the inner, inner you know, linings just, of an old house. Right. Yeah, just inside the walls, and then all, you get to, like, a mattress where you can't really see anything but the mattress, and then the light comes up, and you see a foot, and then he sees a face, and then he screams and drops the flashlight and his, and his knife that he's never supposed to lose. That's right. And scurries out of the out of the wall. Yep. Where she follows him out with his knife now. But does he go downstairs? I think he goes downstairs after that, right? Uh, yes. Uh, he freaks out. Then he runs down. He runs into his room. Yeah. And, and Hitler has a, has a conversation yeah, with Hitler. But when he shuts the door, he leans his body up against it. And the shot then show, pans out to show, or I think it just skips out to show that it's him leaning against the door panting. And then Hitler is leaning against the wall on the other, or, or leaning against the wall right next to him, <laughs> doing like, the same thing. He and goes, he's like, what the hell was that? That was so te- intense. What the hell? <laughs> so... And so, now she has your knife. <laughs> right. It's almost like his inner thinking through Hitler's through Hitler's speech. You know what yes, I mean? Yes. It's it's everything going on, it racing through his mind, like, coming out of Hitler's mouth. Right. And it's so weird. <laughs> what is it? It's like he's like uh, he's like, what do you think we should do? And of course. It, when it comes down to it, they have to make a decision to either go in their guns blazing or negotiate. And he opts for negotiate. But Hitler's the one that makes the suggestion to negotiate, which is something that Hitler would never do. Right. But it's only what rational sense would allow any other person to make sense of. Yes. Dying for this would be stupid. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, and, you know, why would you do anything but barter? And I love it because then he comes after, like, with a... He's got another knife and he's got a... A coroner on his head and a fucking pot lid. It's a shield. It's a shield, yeah. <laughs> and he opens the door, and she's he talks in there like she's in there, and then he gets this big rant done like, "We're this, you know, this, 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 this is how it's gonna be, you filthy, whatever." And he he says a whole bunch of anti-Semitic shit, you know, and uh, she just pops up right behind him. I think it's the greatest thing because, keep in mind, she's what. In this, at this, in this time period, 15, 16 years old at most. 16, 17, I'd right. say, yeah. Right, yeah, okay. But she just, he's just a dwarf to her, you know what yeah. I mean? Size and scope. She's, she's you know what six I mean? to seven she years older. She easily just got a good shit foot on him. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? So, like, he's overpowered in every sense. And I just love it because, like, she fucks with his head throughout this whole process. As well. Yes. It's, I don't know. Very interesting. And gets him to drop it where he run, dropped the second knife. And he runs back to his room. And then Hitler's like, and now she has two knives. <laughs> what are we going to do? Right. Like, if they're like, fall back to plan B. And then he goes back inside and tries to, like, like talk to her. And then... She does some spiel where, like, he, he she challenges his purpose, and he's like, "I am an Aryan born, you know, whether my blood is of purest is the color of purest roses. This, 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 and this, and this, and we are the the strong, while all others are weak. Whatever." 
And she just manhandles him, grabs him up, and says, "We're the ones who we are the ones who are chosen by God and who wrestled angels and <laughs> and drowned pharaohs." What? Right, just you know like, what I mean? like, like here's 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 what Jewish people have done. You know? Right, you know what I'm saying? So you, like, go ahead. Don't fuck with us. But it's funny because of anything to believe in that time period, whether it be the idea of Nobel Prize winners or whatever the fuck you want to call it, right? That was the major belief of the Jewish people, and those are huge tenets into why their belief structure is the way it is. Now, I'm not getting into religion of any real sorts for this because people know who I, how I can talk about it. But the issue stands is that she said it with fervor, with belief. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, not everyone believes their shit, right? You know what I mean? You know, but she said it with fervor and belief. And regardless of what it is, that scared the shit out of him because he had no comeback for that. You know what I mean? Like, what what can his 11-year-old mind possibly contemplate that would outwit and outstrengthen this 16 to 17-year-old Woman. Well, especially when your when your entire belief system is based off of a fucking lunatic. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. His belief structure is so like we're pure and you're all awful. You know what I mean? And obviously Jews. But there's a lot of weird stuff to go into history. Just saying, if we can make a quick side note. There are a lot of weird historical references that get into the idea that the Jewish people were bad for Europe for a very, very long time. Obviously, the Holy Roman Church wasn't a big fan of them. All right? That's what spread through most of Europe. Until, well, you know. Right. I'm just saying, though. We, you know, you go with it. Catholicism, wow. Catholicism, wow. That's right. Buddy Christ. It's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, oh, wait. Well, that's the wrong movie. Damn it. But, but with that being said, there was a lot of... Um, weird false lies told about Jews. And this is actually true stuff. Like there's something called the blood libel. All right. There were belief structures so weird about Jews that would believe that they were born with their hands attached to their head and only with a Christian's blood could they be detached. That, Mm, you know, Jewish men had both sex organs, vaginas and penises. Uh, That Jews sin all the whole time and will kill a baby Christian and drink its blood and then say certain sacraments in order to try to become Christian and get get into heaven. So like there's this whole weird thing where you've got years and years of ignorant thought processes provoked by weird rumors like this. Yeah. You know, we can say there's a decent amount of that weird shit going on in our political system in our world today. Uh, but that's as far as I'll go hey with man, that. it's a new story Every same old day. shit right, but. right exactly but with that being said there was a lot of hate for the for the Jews in that in, in Europe prior to this all Hitler had to do was really ignite it and go right so with that being said there's a lot of mysticism about Jews and why they're so bad and the movie goes into this with extraordinarily gruesome detail and a little bit of over exaggeration I do believe but still pretty fucking bad so Go ahead. Sorry, history lesson over. <laughs> yes, but uh, the knife, the knife fight, the knife fight that that leads to, as JoJo calls it, a Mexican stalemate. <laughs> yep, that's right. He does say that Mexican stalemate, and she's like, "That would just be a stalemate." <laughs> and, I mean, 
that's so out of context because why would I not that it uh, at that point in time I cannot imagine a ten year old German, German boy knows anything about of... Mexicans, ah, let alone well no I just mean like as far as like a Mexican standoff. You know what I mean? Like, I'm willing, I don't know. I, I guess we'd have to go so far as to look up when that phrase was even allowed. I bet you it's earlier than you think. I bet you <laughs> I, that, I'm fra- not that Mexican that. standoff was a common usage probably since the mid-1800s. I'm not saying that. I just mean for like a 10-year-old German boy oh, right. in well, Germany. Right. It's the Mexican stalemate, Mexican standoff. Well, that's like it's just a bizarre statement. It's like one of those that that Saving Private Ryan scene. Oh, say can you see? Oh, say can you see? Maybe the guys, the German soldiers, digging his own grave, and he thinks he's gonna all get. He's gonna get shot. He's saying that. It's like ooh, Betty Boop, what a dish. Betty Graver, nice cans, you know, shit like that. Yeah. You know, it's that weird cultural change that happens. I'm sure we say a whole bunch of fucked up shit wrong. I, I'm sure I do. I <laughs> say stupid shit all the time. Right. So, so with that being said, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, in in most of this, this movie comes down to a few things for me. It's this movie's like blind faith, uh-huh. life lessons from Nazis. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's a, that's just a jumping off point here. Right. But so now Jojo knows there's a Jewish girl living in his attic. His mom's hiding. Basically, he thinks if he tells his mom that she'll be worried they're all going to die. If he turns the girl in, he thinks him and his mom will die. If the girl tells his mom, then they're all going to be in trouble still. Like it's it never nothing ever works out for Jojo. This is like his right. most rational thought in the right. movie. Like it, I'm fucked here because right. it he, doesn't matter what I do, I'm fucked. His only option is to play dumb. Yes. <laughs> he just has to, he just has yeah. to play dumb. Right. And it's like it works out it it kind of turns into uh like kind of a love story yeah. between them because you can see them coming together where they just you know like where their their hatred is melting but this is also like a 10 year old boy coming of age right where he's gonna start to realize you know an attraction to girls he's gonna right like this is all happening all at once and he's got a girl that can't leave his house so it just works out and and i gotta say i love all the weird fucking questions yes i mean like like he's asking from like I was saying a very weird perspective the ravings of propaganda and all that other stuff right but he asks questions that would interest an 11 year old boy they're not overly forced questions they're not they don't seem out of touch with what an 11 year old boy would be like where do you hide your horns or where do you when do you you know yeah. where are your horns Oh, we don't. She, she I haven't respond. got him yet. You don't get yeah, until she, you're 21. Yeah, you don't get until you're 21. You know what I mean? Like, he thinks about these things in in terms. So it's not like he's doing his due diligence. He's doing, dare I say it, science. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? mean? At least what he thinks is science. Science in he's the doing, belief he's, system he has been indoctrinated. Indoctrinated to right. 
And it, it is. It's, you know, like he's asking to, in his mind, legitimate questions. Right. Having no actual knowledge that knowledge that, that, or reference or, or, or to, belief that she would even lie to him about this. Yeah. Because she toys with him quite a bit, but it's on purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, um, but she fucks with him. And in weird ways that we as the audience knows, but he can't recognize or is, has a hard, harder time recognizing. But I will say this, though. The way she put it, the way when she goes, where do you, he goes, where do you live? You know, how do you live? Whatever, whatever, whatever. And she draws a picture of his face. Yeah. You know, and he goes, and he even says, it's just a picture of my stupid, ugly head or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Right? His, you know, his, his fears. And she says, that's where we exist. And it was, yeah. a, and, it, and it's an excellent message to say because it's the absolute truth. It doesn't, I mean, and it's perception a perception of that anecdotal is a, evidence is just that like, is horrible a to go on. Statement for right the world today, right? Like all the nonsense going on, like it's in someone's right. head. It's right. not right. It's it's know. personified through, you know, well, how do I word it? Blown it, out of proportion. It's, by, yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's personified yeah. as worse or bigger or more detrimental to certain function than other things can be and granted you know whatever way you lean these days it's the same and everywhere it's it is same, it's the same everywhere so with that being said the same problems that she's going with she's actually feeding him weird information and he's taking it in but he's taking it in genuinely yeah like he's, he's writing he it down in it. his journal like he believes it he's so. writing he's writing his book about jews Right, so he can present it to, to the Fuhrer. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he starts off doing, doing this he's trying, position. Yes, he's trying to right. make a a book to right. help identify. Right. Know your enemy. And it's so great. I just, I had to say. Um, and the whole time she's just fucking with him. Fucking with him, but in a way that makes sense to the audience. And it's well done. It's just, it's a lot of good acting in this movie. The boy who plays JoJo is... Yeah. He's fairly good, too. Yeah. I mean, like him and Yorkie's conversations are some of my favorite. I mean, I, I say well, a lot of favorite parts and favorite well, and, scenes. But. And shortly after this, he's back out on patrol with hanging flyers and such. And he, or no, it's when he's collecting metal, right? When he runs into Yorkie again. Yeah. And Yorkie's a soldier now. Yeah. <laughs> At the ripe old age of 10 or 11, he's a soldier now with a paper-like uniform. Right, that's right. It's a paper uniform. It's just made out of cardboard or it's, something. Yes. It, they, saved a, they saved a ton on budget. Dude. Oh Costume my. budget, wardrobe budget oh was saved right there. It was paper-like. Like, it's might it's as paper-like. Well a prison, a paper, a prison uniform. When you go through, get thrown into county or something. It was. It it looks like they took, like, the cheapest cardboard box you could, you could find, possibly find, it's and just, just sew it together or painted it green and yeah, either <laughs> sewed it or taped it. Whatever they did to make this uniform, it's amazing. It's so funny. Especially, you see, York, he's like a little pudgy fat kid. Yeah. 
He's and like he's walking ba- around in this paper uniform that doesn't bend, and he's, he's basically a Sam to John Snow. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's it, it. Yorkie is an amazing character. I think one of my favorite scenes is when he's trying to ask uh, uh, JoJo about who his best friend is, even they're sleeping. Yeah, very yeah. Part, and he goes. And he's all sick. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm the uh, my fa- my best friend is the Fuhrer, of course. You're my second best friend. I, I thought mean, I was your, your best friend. friend. And he goes, unless you're uh, the Fuhrer trapped in a fat, fat little boy's body. <laughs> and he goes, no, I'm just a kid trapped in a fat boy's body. <laughs> and it made me laugh so hard because yeah. he accepts it so like. He's like, yeah, oh, that's yeah, just I'm my fate. Just <laughs> That's just me. I get it. It's just me. It's just me, dude. Oh my god, I laughed so hard. Yorkie's like he, the Charlie Brown of this movie. Yes, that is like very good. He's Charlie Brown. He just takes the licks. He's just <laughs> every time. But uh, I feel like after this, every time you see Yorkie, he's like moved up in his moved up in the army, <laughs> right? And the and the, over the next few days, he's moved up. Right. That's true too. Um. What else? I mean, we're hitting most everything. I I I do want to say. Um, I think uh, certain audience members won't appreciate it if I leave it out. When you see the movie, the obvious ending is is that his mother was working for the resistance in a big way, right? As we discussed earlier. Yeah. Well, she gets caught, and earlier in the movie. They show what happens to people who get caught by showing uh, people hung in the middle of town square, and there's little uh, red letters, uh, white pieces of paper with red lettering on it, either signifying that they were resistance or they weren't faithful to the Fuhrer or something along those lines. Yes, whatever it is. And halfway through the movie, you see her... uh, You see her... Scarlett Johansson burns some papers, yeah. things like that in the, in the lunch space, meaning that she's you know involved and she's doing missions or at least trying to pass word along whatever ch- chain they have. But when she gets the word that two of her friends died, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, she gets the word that two of her friends died. So the next scene is her. Drinking a whole bunch of wine, but still trying to be the happy mother. Yes, that's the scene that I'm talking about. When and she, and JoJo's mad at her. Right. The thing is, is at this scene, you just think she's kind of like not weirdly oblivious because you know she knows what's going on with, with JoJo because we we know the conversation she had with Elsa. But it's a very weird thing because she has to put on two faces all the time. Yeah. One that she's strong without her mother, but where is his father? And then how does he hand? How does she handle the fact that she's got to lie to her son? I mean, he was saying he heard. You know, he was trying to make reference to Elsa by saying, "I heard voices," right? And no, he heard a ghost. He heard a ghost, right? And he thought his sister's ghost. And she, her first thought as a more adult human being would think to think of, "Oh no, shit! It's the girl I'm fucking hiding," right? Yeah. So then. She go. He goes. I hear voices, and she goes. Oh, that's great. I'm a mother of a crazy person, 
or something along yeah, those lines. How do you think I feel being the mother of a crazy person? Right, right. And with that being said, she has to lie to him about something she's doing that she's lying to her government. I'm, I, but it's just so fucking weird. Yeah. When you see, but when you see her hanging, the context is amazing it, because it, there's a reference to her shoe tying JoJo's shoes throughout the movie. And there's the last scene you see her alive. He's tying her shoes for her, and they're blue shoes. And the scene you find out when she's dead, he and doesn't that, even. They don't even show her face. But the, and this comes after like it's like the day after. Her and JoJo basically have the best day ever during the war. Right. They're like out on the town riding bikes at the park. They're right. just having fun. Like he's actually being right. a 10-year-old kid. And Adolf Hitler is nowhere. Yes. This is like probably the longest stretch in the movie that he doesn't have Hitler whispering in his ear. Talking to him at yeah, all. Right, right. And it's like I said it's probably, you know, like you watch it and you're just like it's a parent and child bonding, right? It's, and then the yeah. next day's like back to work, and JoJo's back out hanging posters, and he's like standing at a poster that's like half ripped down, and he like pushes it up and it rolls down. He pushes it up a couple times, and then a butterfly comes in, and he starts, you know being a little kid following this butterfly and the butterfly lands on a pair of shoes and he looks at the shoes like with kind of disbelief and like confusion right where you're just like but you see the shoes from five minutes earlier in the film when they're both dancing and it's like just a shot of them, their shoes. Right. So then you see the shoes and then he looks up and he hugs the legs and you realize what's going on. Uh, and right. He just found his mom dead hanging. Right. That his mom is part of the resistance, which right. he's known because he's she's hiding a right. girl in the attic. But she he had but he had to face what his belief would have led him to do to other people had he grown up. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this was the defining moment. This was the this was the assassination of Adolf Hitler in his mind, right? Like after this, all he does is argue with Hitler, right? At yep. this point, right? Yeah. And the the next scene he comes home and Elsa's there crying or he's crying and he stabs her in the shoulder and then you're just like like she gets it. She doesn't do anything. There's no retaliation. She right. just kind of like you see she she admits she knows that this is the price. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it's a very good scene. It's a very good it's an emotionally wrenching thing for a movie that is like 70% comedy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Probably, yeah. And you know. this this is all preceding maybe one of the funniest, funniest scenes fucking in the scenes, movie. Right. This is all after when the uh, Gestapo stopped by JoJo's house, and it's just JoJo and Elsa at home. Yeah. And we have like what is it like five 
officers of the secret the police yeah. knock Fucking, on his door. Yep. And everybody, maybe five solid minutes, or not not that long, but I'd say at least it's two, at least it's a I two bet you three minutes, two to three minutes. It definitely of solid. Heil Hitler, Heil Hitler. <laughs> it goes like every person in, in the, the room, room has to address each every other person in the room with a Heil Hitler, and then. They get done with the first round, and then Sam Rockwell and Theon show up, yep, and they have and to do it, it all, all over again. All over again. <laughs> I it's it's probably my it's pro, it's great because Elsa's in the room, right, and she won't yeah, say and it. And then right? she she walks in, and basically it's like thirty seconds of awkward silence. That's, it's probably not even that long, honestly. Right. It just feels like it. Right. And then she's like, finally, like. Heil Hitler to the 10 people that are now in the fucking room. Right. And it's just, the whole scene is just ridiculous. The the whole scene reminds me of, and I, and I think I told you this today, uh, blazing saddles. Yes. I didn't get a harumph out of this man. (laughs) You know what I mean? I didn't get a harumph out of that guy. (laughs) You know what I mean? It just felt like that. Like, yeah, it's like Monty Python esque. Type yes, comedy where you're just like definitely what? I have to com- I completely agree Monty Python is the- it's like just yeah. just nonsensical like we're just gonna say this over and over and over until you're either gonna right. be like what the fuck is going like, on like holy shit fuck the formalities let's get on with this scene but in a sense that's the humor of it all because it was that much vicious behavior behind the formal civilized you know what I'm saying? It, yeah. It, you know what I mean? That it, it, the the personification of the German civilization was polite, discreet, direct, whatever, blah 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 blah. <laughs> but give credit where it's due. So hail Hitler, hail Hitler, hail Hitler, hail Hitler. And granted, I don't know how exact if that's way overblown. But I, I'm just I saying. I have no idea. I'm, but again, the I'm like half German, and I couldn't tell you. How. Right. But I will say this though: the tone of the movie was to make it seem like it was that. Yeah. Way. You know what I mean? It was almost like a reverse spy story. I don't know how, you know, I don't know. Yes, yes. But, yeah. So, and then we're coming to the final few days of the war. You come across Yorkie again. Yorkie and carrying, another kid are carrying, carrying a, a rocket launcher. A Panzerfaust. Panzerfaust. It's, uh, and Yorkie's like, oh, hey, Jojo, and drops it, it to wave, and then a rocket fires and takes it out a church. It flies up and, and blows up at the side of a building. And it's just like, <laughs> oh, that happened. And and doesn't seem to care and just no, runs over to hug Jojo. Right. And, this is in the last days of the war, and no one, I mean, barely anyone gives a shit. Like, yeah. No the one even, who like, do- gives it a second The people who dove glance. out of the way, dove out of the way, and just went back to what they were doing. It's like no one gives it a second glance. It's, <laughs> that, yeah, oh, yeah, that happens. It's just <laughs> right. daily life at this point. Right. Dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So he runs over to him and explains that the war is over. And Hitler killed himself. Oh, right. Uh, which which is even more more fucked up for JoJo at this point. Right. And is this when he goes home and has his final talk with Hitler? No. Oh yeah, he does. Because he has his final talk with Hitler, and they get into their screaming match. 
And then yeah. and this is the part that I didn't get to because I was watching it before I came over here. And did you notice in his final talk with Hitler, he's got a bloody wound from where he shot himself? I did notice that, yeah. 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 So, so now <laughs> that he's aware that Hitler's killed himself, Hitler has a bloody... Bloody wound in his head from shooting himself. But he's still trying to fucking and get him to... Yes, yep. still 100%. Now it's angry Hitler trying because right. Jojo's beliefs are shaking. Right. Like he's lost his faith. And, and, and the, the irony here is is that an ego fed is, is benevolent. An ego starved is malevolent. And that's exactly what their portrayal of Hitler was in this sense. Anytime he got his way and Jojo was being a good little boy... He was nice as fuck to him. He was. Yeah. You, you were. They were best friends. If you don't question me, right? I'm your best friend, right? Yep. You question my authority, I'm an asshole, and you're gonna you're gonna bend to my will, right? Not have your own beliefs, right? Exactly. So, yeah. So he sheds that final thing in that hilarious exchange. And yeah, they have a whole little exchange going back and forth, and then kicks Hitler in the nuts and he goes flying out the window and that's the last we see of Hitler. <laughs> Hitler. Right. And that's the end of it. It's pretty much the end. We see Sam Rockwell in his ridiculous oh my gosh. His ridiculous homemade uniform <laughs> with a feather and It's like he's wearing like the a cross between a military uniform and a um um a marching band leader. Yes. It's <laughs> the big like, hat so over the top. <laughs> And Theon's carrying like a Victrola <laughs> to play music to disorient and confuse the enemy. And they go charging in. And you just like JoJo's trying to get back home and he sees them like charging down the street in slow motion. And like all this shit's going on. And then he gets handed, Rebel Wilson hands him like a a jacket and says you're a soldier now <laughs> and so then he's got on a nazi jacket so he gets hurt hurted up by by the allied <coughs> forces and taken to be executed and then he meets sam rockwell hold, again. hold on one second i have to interrupt you because rebel wilson does more in that scene than than, than just yes, give him a jacket she does Again, this even makes Rebel Wilson's character even more insane <laughs> because let's just assume those clones were half her kids, right? <laughs> At one point, she grabs one of the clones. They're all waiting in line uh, along the yes. side of a building. <laughs> she sticks a grenade in the backpack of one of them. It says, go, go hug. give the American a big hug. Go hug an American. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and just stop. And, and pats him on the back to go. And kamikazes the shit out of those clone cats. It's all so ridiculous. So, so ridiculous. Justice oh my god. It's just the greatest fucking shit. I love that fucking... That, dude, that movie's so good in so many ways. And then then you think... So he's he's been captured now... Because he's wearing the the Nazi coat, and Sam Rockwell is also been captured, and you know they have like pretty much Sam Rockwell gives him his like kid don't don't follow my mistakes right, and he like takes the coat off of him 
and then starts yelling at him, get out of here, you Jew. Jew. Right. He tries to ostracize him away from possibly being a German collaborator. Where JoJo's like, what are you doing? Don't. And he gets him away, and then the soldier, like, tells him to leave and go home. Right. So he starts running, and he runs out of the gate, and then you hear the hail of gunfire. So now Sam Rockwell is executed, right. Gets his heroic death he's wanted all movie. Right. It's the whole movie plays out very well. It's all right. Now here's here's my theory. I was I was okay. alluding to this movie if coming from this entire movie is basically JoJo's perspective. Yeah. This movie is comparable to Inside Out. The Disney the Pixar, Pixar movie, movie Inside Out? With the emotions. Really? Think about it. Alright, you have you have Jojo is the kid. Right? So and then your emotions, you have his mom is his happiness. Okay. And then you have like I would say Captain K is disgust because he's you know, he he's lost his way as a soldier because he can't he's, he can't he, he, perform his duties as a soldier, so he just keeps getting shoved off and shoved off. He's Okay. He's All disgust. Right. Okay. Um Rebel Wilson's character is anger because she's just the angry German that is this is what we do because we're Germans. Right. I mean, like you said, she kills Presumably, her own children, (laughs) right? For Germany, (laughs) right? Elsa is sadness, like because that's like the only, that's his only real emotional contact aside from his mother, and everything that she does with him, that those are like the most emotional scenes Scenes. in the movie. Yeah, I agree. I concur. And then Elsa's the drama of the movie. And then Hitler is his fear. Because if you look at it, all his fear, anytime he's scared, that's when Hitler shows up. Yeah. 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 Like, like this movie is comparable to Inside Out. They're gonna, Disney's going to kill you for this. <laughs> or she, if, Disney listen, mean, if Disney listens to us, <laughs> I'll take it. But yeah, we'll take I mean, a monetary donation of a ten thousand dollars United States currency, please. U.S. This, American. This 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 podcast isn't coming down for for anyone. I don't. Care. No, 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 no. Not, it's not coming down enough, for anybody. We don't make enough money. I just think we could. I, I think if you needed to worry about hey. suing, right? What? Yeah. What? I don't know what you're speaking of. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey. Hey, 90% of the players in this have been in Disney movies. That's true. Just calling it. Yep. And one of them's about to direct his second yeah. Marvel movie. They all come from their Marvel money. Mm-hmm. Don't bite the hand that feeds you, kid. So basically, this movie is the giant ball of emotion we call humanity. Yep. Just taking place in Nazi Germany. The drama of mistaken perspective and... This this movie might be the closest to seeing history from the losing side. 
You don't see, you don't hear you, the story of the losers very often. No, you don't. And granted, while this, and is I mean, I'm not I, saying it's historically no, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 mean, I think like, I understand what you mean. It's like you're taking pity, right? How is it? Well, because it's it's the same problem with this. This movie poses the viewer the same problem that a lot of movies have done or that didn't do up until the last couple of years, which would show the enemy's perspective from a reasonable, not reasonable in the sense of we believe in fucking Hitler, but the fact that how is it that a how is it that a, a guard at Auschwitz can go home off of their from a weekend uh, yeah. you know a furlough Whatever. right yeah go. and uh, go home and just have dinner with their hug wives his, and hug have, his wife and kiss his, his kids, kids and, and play fucking sports with them and fucking whatever yeah yeah go pick roses after doing that kind of shit to other human beings how can you separate the two and the thing is is it's not hard for people to be able to do that when they think it's their job right or when they think it's their goal yeah, or, I mean, been, when or, or when they're that supremely look, confident when you, that they when are it's better. Beaten into you, this is what you do. This is your right. This is your job. This, is, I mean, do it all the time at work. You like? Right. I'm not taking home anything that happens at work. I don't bring that shit home. Right. I've I'm, and I try my best to not take anything from home <laughs> to work. <laughs> right. I mean, I know I don't. I don't air right. my shit out. But there are some people that we've worked with that do. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm one of them. I'm, I'm free with a lot of my stuff. <laughs> but, you know, it is what But you is. also don't vent to just anyone. You no. Know, certain people that you yeah. talk to. I have a circle. There's, there's some people that don't have that. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's about all I got. Right. Uh, wow, we ended this on a weird... <laughs> it was it, this nope. was a fucking roller coaster of an episode I think. I enjoyed it. Got it. Weird. I enjoyed doing it. We got weird. It's all right. It's what we have to do. Sometimes here on the Hoot Nanny, you got to get weird. And we're getting ready to uh get spooky with some Halloween shit coming correct. up. Uh pushing back our other plans that we make and never follow. Yeah, we don't do any of that. That's why we don't talk about what we're doing next. But, bum, I, bum, bum. But, but I will say to any longtime listeners who've been waiting for Snakes on a Plane, it is available to me now on HBO. Yeah, it's on HBO. I have HBO. The only reason I said I wouldn't watch it is because I would not pay money for it. And so, somewhere I have a notebook with notes. And somewhere and sometime you will get an episode with Snakes on a Plane. I promise. Don't know when. That is true. Uh, anyways, uh, you know, as we say here, do what you want to do unless it's killing people. I guess unless it's self-defense, as we've talked about earlier. <laughs> Contradicting ourselves left and right. Hey, that's what, that's what, what we, we do. do. See? We, we know. We know. We don't fucking stick to our own words, so why should we Why should we tell you what to do? That's Fuck right. This is the Pop Culture Hootin' Annie. I'm Dan. And I'm Justin. Good night. Good night. One, two, three, four, pop culture, who can eat pop culture, who can